0: Welcome to the Customer Connection Podcast, where we look at leading practices, lessons learned, tools, techniques, and procedures designed to guide and help you with the implementation and adoption of the ServiceNow platform. Led by customer experience expert and director of customer workflows, Jerry Campbell, co-hosted by Portfolio Managers, Gareth Millwood and Nick DeBaca, we're building customer connections. Thanks for joining us at the Customer Connection, where we help you get your ServiceNow projects going in the right direction fast. I am Jerry Campbell, the Director of Customer Workflows.
1: And I'm Gareth Millwood, Principal Portfolio Manager for Customer Workflows. Joining us today, Whitney Anderson and Terrence Pleasant from 7-Eleven. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Whitney is the Customer Care Vendor Manager for 7-Eleven. She's responsible for identifying opportunities to better serve the customer without sacrificing effectiveness or inconveniencing the customer. Her team supports the contact center operations by looking for opportunities to streamline processes, understand and prevent customer points of friction and empowering the agents to serve. Whitney started at 7-Eleven as a frontline contact center agent and served in various customer supporting roles, including the implementation at 7-Eleven Cares before becoming a leader in an official capacity. Whitney played a vital role in the ServiceNow customer service management implementation, co-leading it with Terence Pleasant. Terence is the CX project manager for 7.11. He was brought onto the team to help implement the ServiceNow customer service management module, which ultimately helped case volume decrease by 93%. Since then he's helped integrate several third party platforms into the system, including Medallia, 3C logic and KMS lighthouse to name a few. Prior to this role, Terence was a project coordinator for Beachbody LLC, where he helped integrate ServiceNow's virtual agent feature into Oracle. This helped employees receive IT support quicker and more efficiently. Terence is currently pursuing his PMP certification.
0: Awesome, awesome. Hey, Terence and Whitney, thank you guys for joining us again. Just a disclaimer, these are two of my compadres from a former life at 7-Eleven myself, and so, yes... Great to see you guys and great to have you on this show today. So before we get started, we got some few housekeeping rules here, rules of engagement. We like to make sure that our customers understand what's going on. So we ask that you do not use jargon or you do not use acronyms when talking in today's episode. And if you do, then we're going to keep account of that. And then we're going to make sure that at the end, we hold you accountable for instituting some Funds to our jargon jar. Are you guys cool with that?
2: Uh oh. Yes, sir. Bring it on.
3: We're ready.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's get started here with this show. So I'm gonna open it up with some icebreaker questions for you. And I'll start with Whitney. And I know you're a Marvel fan. And so <laughs> if you were a superhero, what would be your superpower?
3: Um, in a real life situation, I would say mind reading. Just because, you know, some people's communication skills have you struggling to understand what they're trying to convey sometimes. But if we're talking about like within the Marvel universe, I'd have to go with Chaos Magic with the Scarlet Witch because she took over a whole terra of people without even trying. So imagine if she put some effort into it, what she could do.
0: Yeah, right. Right on. I hear that. And Terrence, it sounds like she, real life stuff. She was talking about you a little bit when she said communication. So what's your <laughs> superhero
2: power? Yeah, with that being said, it would have to be just going back in time. Right. So maybe I could change up that communication and deliver it better. For <laughs> knowledge in all seriousness, uh, just going back in time and being able to revisit some good memories, um, connect with some loved ones. Right. And then ultimately do things different just to see what the outcome would be, you know, knowing that I can reverse that. So that'll be my superpower.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So I'm going to start with you this time, Terrence. And so going back in time, so there had to be somebody to influence you. And so who would you say has influenced you the most when it comes to how you approach your work today?
2: I would have to say my mom. She had no college degree. She'll be the first to tell you. She worked customer service jobs, just regular call center as a call center agent. And ultimately, she got the opportunity to become a project coordinator and She's been a project coordinator for about seven years now, and it totally just changed her life financially as well as career-wise. And when I was going down that same route of just being a call center agent, she put the bug in my ear to say, Hey, maybe you should go out for some project coordinator roles. And I've been in this position, project coordination, project management for, I would say going on three, four, maybe even five years now. And uh, I have to to say that she really installed that into me.
0: That's, that's powerful. That's awesome. Same question to you, Whitney. Who influenced you when it comes to how you approach your work today?
3: When I first started at the call center, we had a manager named Gigi Humphrey, and there was nothing that this woman couldn't do. And if you know anything about call center employees, a lot of the times you're not treated as a whole person. You're just a seat in the chair to answer the phones. But Gigi treated us like we were well-rounded people. She would always talk to us about What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are your goals? How was your weekend? And she genuinely wanted to know. And so if there's anything that we were wanting to do or anything we were trying to accomplish, she did whatever was necessary to make sure that we could do that in our personal lives, but also professionally, wherever we had opportunities and we had struggles, she was always there with the resources and the help to make sure that we could get it done.
0: That's awesome as well. So speaking of resources, let's talk about this uh, ServiceNow CSM implementation. Uh, And uh, that is customer service module. So uh, you guys don't get me for the jargon jar. But as we go into it, let's talk about, and either one of you can answer this, tell us your experience of how the implementation went and some of the opportunities you've seen faced you during the implementation process. You can go ahead, (laughs) (laughs) Whedon. Look, we both so
2: generous. You said the overall implementation process and with the opportunity slide? Yes. Yeah, though. So I came in the first day of kickoff. I believe it was a three-day kickoff. And I believe coming out of that meeting, we felt good. We were basically on the receiving end of a lot of information, not necessarily knowing what we would need to utilize versus what we wouldn't. So we came out of that knowing that we would get all of the out of the box features, and I think in terms of opportunities, just going down the journey up until deployment and even to now, um, I now realize that we could have benefited from knowing some of those custom features, right? Just the ultimate opportunity to implement everything, every tool in terms of at least being knowledgeable about every tool that we had at our disposal. In different features, I would say, versus just the out-of-the-box experience.
0: And Whitney, what do you say about that?
3: Yeah, I totally agree with what Taryn said. Again, when we started the kickoff meeting, I think part one of the opportunities we could have um, definitely taken advantage of is if someone from our actual implementation team had been included in that kickoff so that we would have had consistency from day one moving forward. And also to support what Taryn said about the functionalities, we just don't know what we don't know. And so I think also if that implementation team had included someone who was an expert within that module, that we would have been in a much better place to make decisions about, okay, what can we definitely leverage out of the box? But what do we need to put a little more thought and effort behind and get implemented as well?
0: Yeah, that's really good. So I know you had some uh, other ideas around the effort when you talked about, you said you had the developer, right? You had developer support internally. And you guys implemented a lot of different things. You customized it a lot. Do you think if you would have had some more expertise that you would have minimized the customization? And how would that have helped you configure the system to help you re- achieve your outcomes at a quicker pace.
3: Oh, absolutely. Having an expert involved would have made such a difference. And for one example, when we finally got on the phone with the trainer and she was walking us through things and we would say, oh, we're going to use X to do Y. And she would say, why are you doing it that way? The system will let you do A to B. And we were like, well, we had no idea. And so right now, for example, we just rolled out Agent Workspace. But is it possible that we could have had Agent Workspace a couple of years ago when we launched, had we understood the functionality of it? Maybe, maybe not. And we'll never know, however. That is one thing where I think that we could be much further in our journey with ServiceNow and truly leveraging the system if we had more knowledge up front and a better understanding of what it's um, capable of doing
1: integrations are close to my heart. I've spent most of my life integrating one system with another. So you you, let's pick on the Medallia integration in particular. Can you just give us an idea about what that does and how you customised it? How did it all work out for you?
2: Sure. So basically, when a for an example, right, you can go to the 7.11 website today, and you go to need help to get some assistance. And so that is that is a, we call it a Medallia front-facing survey, meaning Medallia owns that piece. And so once the information is entered, it syncs back to ServiceNow, which creates some case, right? And whatever is entered in that case, for the most part, uh, then syncs back to Medallia. So they're basically talking to one another and that allows our call center agents to stay in ServiceNow, as opposed to having to jump from Medallia to ServiceNow and I would be remiss if I didn't mention that our field consultants are actually in medallia, which is why the sync is so important. That way they are aware of case closures for the most part. But in terms of opportunities there, I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe the medallia in service now, CSM integration was the first of its kind. And so there was just tons of learnings that were just needed to be acknowledged along the way. And and both parties acknowledged it, right? It wasn't just on service now. It wasn't just on medallion. Cool.
1: And you also mentioned training there. How how many agents have you had to get trained up? How did that whole training process work out for you?
3: We spent a week and a half in El Salvador working from sunup to sundown, training agents in groups of, what, five to ten? in two hour blocks, hats off to Terrence because he did all of the talking, but if he ever misspoke or something, I was like, uh-uh, don't say that, that's not what i But it was luckily with this ServiceNow implementation, we learned Agile. And so throughout that training process, as soon as we finished with the class, we would look back over our notes, we would look back over our outline, and we would say, okay, what resonated with them what ideas that this class give us so that every class that we um, taught, it just got better and a lot more streamlined. But yeah, we trained, it was a little over a hundred call center agents.
1: Sounds like you were training yourselves as you went along as well.
3: Oh, totally. Still today.
0: (laughs) That was quite an experience we had down in El Salvador there as we brought them in and we stayed multiple late nights and actually we got it done quicker than we thought, right? Because they caught on, the platform was very user friendly. And again, Terence did a, a masterful job there going ahead and teaching those call center agents. So as you advance in the realm of the ServiceNow uh, platform, I know we talked about Media integration and that being the front door, but then I know you've done some other stuff. We talked about it earlier you uh, have implemented the customer service portal on a part of it and also 3C Logic. Can you tell me, Terrence, first how you walked through that implementation of those two products? And then, Whitney, can you tell me how it has improved the use of the tool?
2: Sure. So 3C Logic first, that one, we had a great implementation team with 3C Logic. I must say that I almost felt like a fly on the wall because they had it so buttoned up. They really had the schedule outlined. It was a 10 week implementation and they nailed it, right? So, and they also had already done integrations with ServiceNow, so it was literally seamless for them. As far as the customer service portal, we did stand that up on, Whitney, correct me if I'm wrong with Stripes. Yes. Stripes portal, right? And that was with the help of our internal ServiceNow and Dev team. There were definitely some learnings through that. I believe Whitney hinted at it earlier when she mentioned that going through that process, it was, they were asking us questions and vice versa. We're asking them questions like, you should tell us, tell us what we know, what we don't know. With that being, yeah, it was a little difficult, but we did stand it up. And and kudos to the internal team because they did all that they could do with the knowledge that they had.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And with these implementations, the goal has been to identify gaps and make it easier for the customer to get in touch with us, right? So what we identified was with, on stripes.com, if a customer submitted feedback, it was going to this phantom email box that none of us had access to. So those customers weren't being properly serviced. And so by standing up the customer service portal, those customers would be directed there. Their feedback goes directly into ServiceNow so that our call center agents or even the field is able to um, assist them thanks to the integration with Medallia. And as far as 3C Logic, again, like Terrence said, that implementation was so seamless. There was like little to no effort on my part. It was mostly just, is this what you wanted to do? Yes, and that was it. So yeah, they had that thing. They had that pretty buttoned up. But so far with 3C Logic, it came with the bundle of Observe AI. And as you know, I'm obsessed with that tool. And it just really helps us to understand the customer sentiment, the agent sentiment, what is happening on the calls. And we're able to have the audio link within the cases. So if the case notes aren't making any sense, you can just listen to it for yourself and find out what happened. So again, all of these efforts have been about improving the life, making it so that it's easier for them to service the customers, as well as making it easier for the customers to get in touch with us and get that help that they need.
0: Yeah, that's great. And you talked about agent workspace and 3C Logic, I believe, has the pop-up and automatically connects to uh, ServiceNow. It's a ServiceNow, uh, they're a great telephony system. And so it, it, it makes it easier and effortless for the call center agents as well as the customers, the pop-up when if a customer's called there before, they get the information right away. Isn't that correct, Whitney? Yes. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So we talked about a lot of things, but overall, working through all your opportunities and the platform, the difficulties of not knowing things and then learning things on the fly, what would be something that you would have a call out for us here at ServiceNow and helping you implement platform?
3: I would say just restructuring how the implementation teams are set up and just making sure that whatever the client is trying to stand up, that there is an expert involved. And perhaps I think that would have also been beneficial to you guys if we had completed something that really filled in the gaps to them, to your team, as to what we were trying to accomplish. Because along the way, there was a lot of oh, well, do you even want the customer to give you an email address? Or do you want dashes when you enter a phone number? It's just those type of questions. I think if we had been able to share a lot of that information up front, I think that the implementation could have been planned out much more efficiently instead of the process of having to learn on the fly. And, and not that there's anything wrong with learning you know, something randomly, but I think that Everyone would have been a bit more at ease if they were understanding exactly what was going to be happening and knowing how to prepare for each day.
0: Yeah, that's sound advice. And thank you for that. And so the last question I'll ask for Terrence here is when we stood this thing up, we've seen some instant wins, right? Some instant values. Can you just lay out some of the instant wins that you've seen from within a month or two of uh, implementation?
2: Yeah, I would just say going back to training the agents, just how quickly they were able to adapt to the platform and how much they felt like this tool was tons more effective and efficient coming out of the process that we were doing when I first came and that was basically trying to handle cases via Medallia, which we all know is simply a survey platform. And so just the response rate, knocking down that volume, being able to get in and just handle cases. I think that was the most, um, beneficial thing that I've seen with the implementation. I would also like to add to what Whitney mentioned about the training piece, right? I do believe what could really help us, and it may already be somewhere on the platform, but I think having demo tutorials, that way I can go in right now today and just look at the reporting aspects instead of having to rely on my internal dev team who is also trying to reach out and find these things. So just the ease of tutorial, I would say will will be super beneficial to any client.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. That is powerful. Ease is what we're, we're trying to achieve here. So tutorials. And so, all right, we're almost to the end here, but before we go, I got my man, Nick on the other side, who's been keeping track of the jargon. He probably only has a couple. I think I'm the only one that owes some money, but Nick, what do you have for us?
1: I was going to say, Jerry, y'all made it easy today. There's not much to report. Yep, I dinged you for that one, but you quickly corrected it when you said CSM. And then the only other thing I was going to say was we were talking about 3C Logic, and I I don't know if any of the listeners uh, would have known what that was right off the top, but Jerry, you jumped in and explained it, so I don't even think I can ding you guys for that one. So this was a clean episode from the Jargon Jar perspective.
0: All right. Awesome. Awesome. So Whitney and Terrence, what is the one piece of advice you can share with our listeners as far as the ServiceNow platform?
3: If you don't know, ask, get good with your developer, make sure you build that rapport. So you have open lines of communication. Um, Sometimes you might have to explain something because what makes sense to you might not make sense to them and vice versa. So, That's what I would say. Get good with your developer. Make sure you know them on a first name basis (laughs) and just open up that line of communication. It'll definitely go a long way.
2: Absolutely. And I would say from a pre-planning standpoint, make sure you're deliberate with what you're trying to achieve. With ServiceNow, there's tons of features and it's a great platform, but you could underutilize it if you are going in too broad with what you're trying to achieve. So yeah, definitely tighten up that that plan. And like Whitney said, ask questions because you never know what feature would be the one for you that'll take it over the top.
0: There you go. Great pieces of advice. As we were going through this, we we always sat down as a team, we said technology without a process creates an automated mess, right? And that's a great piece. You got to have your stuff together before you start coming and asking for things. So. Last question for both of you is how can our listeners contact you or connect with you?
2: Well, my cell phone number
0: is.
2: (laughs) 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 No, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I believe it's just Terrence Pleasant. If you search it, I should pop up to the top.
3: Yeah, same for me as well. You can find me on LinkedIn, Whitney Anderson. I think I'm typically in the top search results or throw 711
0: on the end and that'll get you what you're looking for. Well, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, thank you too again for just hanging out with us today. And so if, if listeners, if you have any questions or comments for us or our guests, you could email us at customerconnection@servicenow.com. Thank you again. Thank you for joining the Customer Connection Podcast, where we share insights from the biggest ServiceNow influencers. Please join us for our next episode when we will build more customer connections.